Bienvenidos a la vecindad. We, We are, are las malandrinas. Freaking generational trauma through chisme y chistes. I don't know why I yelled that. I don't know. <laughs> I think you, you think that we have that kind of like equipment and it's not like that. Yet. I know. <laughs> But um, today's episode, mm -hmm. we didn't even discuss the title. We just kind of, it will be a conversation about the Texas shooting. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, that's what I wanted to say first, actually. Yeah, so trigger warning oh. um, this whole episode, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, because we will be discussing the <clears throat> Texas shooting in the elementary school, mm -hmm. along with local news that happens in our area. Mm-hmm. And just kind of connecting the dots there. Um, we did say last episode, the previous episode, that today's episode would be about... Excuse me. I was burping. <laughs> about <laughs> um, parenting mm -hmm. because of the other conversation we were having. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, we're gonna get into that. But before that, I was thinking how we were just first of all we got high, we went to get pizza and we're <laughs> stuffing our face with that, along with some chips. <clears throat> But then we started talking about a leaf and I started pretending like I was this leaf. And so we went back and forth with storytelling on that. <clears throat> and I just thought because, honestly, part of our preparation, like, obviously, we just have to laugh and talk shit and make up imaginative plantitas que hablan. Um, so then we can have serious conversations. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like we end up finding a balance because... There's just so much shit happening in the world. And sometimes when it's like that, overwhelming that it's a national crisis. Crisis? Mm -hmm. Crisis. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me again. That can be very overwhelming to discuss. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the best way that I know how to, as a mom, and as a tia, and just like any other titles I have with my loved ones, um, like I just try to find a way for it all to make sense to when I have this conversation with my loved ones, especially my kids, I'm prepared for it. But sometimes it's like, You think, oh, like, how could you actually prepare for this kind of conversation, right? Well, there's been other conversations. There's been other incidents. There's been other either crisis nationwide or even locally that it's like somehow I end up finding a way to be prepared. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, which is interesting because... I think last episode, what I had in mind in terms of parenting, how things start early on with kids. Mm -hmm. um, I also had in mind, well, I co-parent with other people. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because today I talked to one of those in my co-parenting system. And me preguntó if I had any, like, suggestion recommendation on how to have this conversation with our son mm -hmm. <clears throat> and i just thought that was so sweet because that's including me in the conversation which is very new for us so i was like i actually don't you know because mm -hmm. my teenager asked me if i knew about what happened in texas And then I just kind of said, yeah, but like, I didn't really fully know. Mm -hmm. I was aware, but because we recorded that day también, mm -hmm. it's like our mind was elsewhere. We were discussing so many other things that 
when he mentioned it, I was like, yeah. And then así se quedó. And then later on, after like processing it and also processing him asking me that, but also the news itself. Mm-hmm. I asked him about it. And so he said, you know, just kind of like mentioning it, like, oh, that's what I heard or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and still, like, we didn't have a full conversation on it. Because to me, what I've noticed when it comes to any incidents, any crisis that happens, we're going to have to process it over time. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not just like, okay, let's process it right this second and let's express how we feel and let's whatever, check in on each other about, I don't know, like, we just don't. As time passes, we bring up the conversation again and then maybe we can have a better talk about whatever was in our minds. But I feel like in the moment, Mm -hmm. It's so overwhelming to hear news like that. Like, in this case, it being children killed in an elementary school. How does that even make sense? On top of, like, at least for my son, he's already in high school. Mm -hmm. This has been a reoccurring conversation over the years. That by the time he got to high school, after two, like, a year and a half of not being in school because of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. like, how can I even have a conversation with him about safety and stuff like that? And it's not that we don't take it serious, but it's so difficult to have because we're processing it throughout time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a veces, especially with grief, people just kind of want to move on and get back to their distractions whether it's work and sometimes no you know sometimes that's not the case but sometimes it is mm-hmm. go back to work go back to school go back to whatever and it's like we don't even have time to process it so for those that choose just to continue being distracted it's like at one point is it is it going to hit and affect you and then how is that going to look and feel like and who's going to be affected by this affecting you later on the road mm-hmm. however long that is but it's like we just live in this like I don't know I was driving back earlier and thinking it was like a half hour drive and I'm thinking you know we're gonna have this conversation yesterday like I couldn't even look at the news Mm -hmm. so also just yeah this is pre-recorded we're recording on Wednesday the day after but it's coming out on on a Thursday Mm -hmm. so Like, uh, yeah, I couldn't even get on social media because I was just like, I can't see how the news is portraying it, how people are discussing it, and how it comes down to the conversation. Automatically, people take it to politics, mm-hmm. um, to people in charge, to whatever the fuck right Mm -hmm. but take away all of that and what do you have left these were children you know which means that they had their parents they had their siblings they had their cousins their loved ones the friends in the classroom the friends in their neighborhood you know it's just a whole fucking community affected by it and then obviously becoming national probably international to the point where internationally it's just so fucking embarrassing that in our country this is still a reoccurring conversation and that you know salen con sus statistics and you can compare oh a mass shooting or whatever in their country maybe less than five Mm -hmm. maybe less than fucking three and with us it's already over 200 like what the fuck do these statistics if you're about statistics even matter if you're about politics and who to vote for and oh how this person is and you want them representing you like why does it fucking matter at the end of the day 
to go based off of these numbers because at the end of the day the reality is these were children and all of that could have been prevented and there's no fucking reason why the responsibility should continue to be on the parents to have these uncomfortable conversations with their children and their loved ones to prepare them to fucking be safe at school where they automatically would think oh i'm going to school with my teacher and the staff and the children that are my friends and classmates and i'm going to be safe because i'm there to fucking learn and just be a kid and yet instead the narrative is different like sure take it back to your fucking politics and your guns and the violence okay we'll start really digging there and the reality is that it's violence right there's a weapon there's been other kind of weapons there's been stabbings that happen in our community and there's been deaths due to that it's like okay but what is it like get to the fucking root of it all which is what violence And how does violence begin? What does that look and feel like within your own home, within your own neighborhood, within your own fucking family? Start doing the work there because it's so fucking exhausting to go on social media, to go on the news, to fucking just go out anywhere now. And everything is all in your face. It's either the fucking pandemic and everything that's going on and then... the consistent violence there's war here there's war there the united states has all this fucking money for all this fucking war for all this fucking violence but yet for our kids for the people in need for our fucking communities there's never fucking money and so then it becomes this individualistic mindset and nosotros we're just in survival mode and we have to figure out like how to survive And that means we continue isolating ourselves. We don't fucking talk to our neighbors. We don't talk to our families. We don't talk to, like, who the fuck are we talking to then? We go to the social media and we're reposting the same thing over and over. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. We are with you. How can we help? And yeah, that could go towards mutual aid as well. But it's like, how far are we willing to take it? How much more work are we willing to fucking carry? Until we're like, oh, shit why don't we just change the narrative and the narrative being that we live in a fucking country that never has funding for us because they don't give a fuck about us and then the representatives of that all they care about is their fucking ego and how many fucking posters they could put all over our fucking yards and then what when it comes to decision making of the funding where does it go it's gonna go to the cops it's gonna go to all these other like entities that at the end of the day don't fucking matter and are not fucking needed because i know that the conversation the way that media is gonna fucking twist it now is gonna be like we need more security we need more police in our schoolings because our babies are not safe it's like no have you ever thought of a reality where there isn't security have you ever even actually questioned if you actually want your children to feel safe why should a child think that being at a school where there's cops they're safe how does that even make sense when that entity itself it's fucking rooted from violence and yet that's the same repetitive story we want to continue to give to our children in the next generation oh well violence yeah go that route go with the route of the guns go with the route of the fucking stabbing go of the route that you have your emotions so fucking bottled up that you can't even let them out and eventually it's just going to be aggressiveness and you're going to be this hurt people hurting other people so it's like can we change the narrative and focus on the fact that we need healing as a fucking society that our children should feel scared to go to a place because se supone is structured for safety and for learning and for creativity. That's the kind of conversation I want to see. That's the kind of fucking media that should be reposted over and over and over again. Not these fucking politicians, not voter fucking die. Like, are you kidding me? No, there's other alternatives. Start fucking thinking that way. Start thinking of a different fucking society because we've been doing this bullshit for 200 years. We're on a land established through violence genocide was fucking created just for this establishment and to then 
create programs that are consistently just keeping the poor poorer and then the rest just keep climbing higher and just fucking looking at us these representatives that just look back at us and they're like oh yeah well we're representing you you know it's all about representation it's like how y'all don't even give a fuck about children and then we have this conversation like bringing it back to locally um about the fact that we have fucking speed bumps in our street and we've laughed about it because yeah it's laughable like i make fun of it it's like oh we have these speed bumps and then i told my son about it and he's like well yeah for the safety of children and i just thought like i've been in this neighborhood all my fucking life Mm -hmm. nunca han ponido like things like that for the safety of children Mm -hmm. speed bumps for the safety of children children are fucking being ran over here and especially in our street, mm-hmm. which is down a hill, and people go down here like if it's a fucking roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Never any fucking incidents like that. Why? Because we're not fucking idiots at the end of the day. Obviously, we have kids in mind, and we're aware where there's kids in the neighborhood. We see Sitienen's fucking toys and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But the whole reason why I was thinking is like that money, however the much, however much those fucking speed bumps were, is like they'd rather put these fucking things on the road. And then say like, oh, it's for the children. Then actually invest and do the education or programs or more resources for the children in this community. So. And that along with us living in Watsonville, a lot of the money going towards some fucking military equipment to the police department. Why? How the fuck does it make sense that us being in a small agricultural town knowing the type of population that you have the majority being latino fucking community then it's like oh let's give the money to something like fucking equipment for war for fucking violence and the hypocrisy obviously is going to be like oh we care about the kids it's like no you fucking don't because that money could have been invested to the fucking educations to the resources that families obviously fucking need in this community what are you looking up? Um, speed bumps. How much they cost? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you, I've been talking. You can talk now. They're not really saying. I mean, uh, my choice. We also have roundabouts. Mm-hmm. So it says that are over twenty grand probably but again honestly like that information is appreciated it goes back to that whole statistics thing people that are into that why do you need a number why do you need that data why do you need that's what i question it's it's not necessary to paint a picture to somebody because that's what i mean when it comes to like all these things i just said earlier like the media right now being like oh well these politicians and i'm gonna call out so and so y los que están in washington y los que están in our county it's like stop fucking pointing the finger to people that literally have showed us time and time and time and time again that they don't give a fuck about us that budget that they get annually i stand those numbers you could say over 10 grand it doesn't fucking matter the reality is that that money could have been invested to something that's actually need is needed but they don't give a fuck about it at the end of the day. They only start caring if their faces are going to be in the fucking news. If they're going to get recognition on it. I was driving over here and thinking about how far back I could stem violence. Especially in our street. And in, within our community how far back I could take it. And one of the ones that started in Watsonville was back in the 90s. When like there was two children that were also killed due to gang affiliation mm-hmm. pasa el tiempo within that there's a uh, organization that is created um and they have their whole establishment and whatever pasa el tiempo the guy eventually becomes one of the guys there becomes part of city council becomes fucking part of our count or our next county's like representation there mm-hmm. 
one day fucking gets a chair again pajaro and it's like oh this chair's dedicated to those kids because sabe que tanto because years ago we started this organization first of all you don't even live here anymore and secondly like you come back just because you want to be pictured with this fucking chair that's dedicated to these kids like no it just the whole wanting something out of it is so disturbing because the reality is we should want what's best for the kids we should want more opportunities we should want more support not just for children but the fucking parents as well like the families as well we should not be coming together when there's grief and when there's violence only like we should already want to be together mm-hmm. we should already want to help everybody else but instead we get so caught up in everything else in these assumptions and these fucking expectations in like all these irrelevant little things informations that shouldn't even fucking matter instead of taking it back to the root of it they're children and we've all been kids before Mm-hmm. And we've all known what we've actually needed, whether we were kids, whether we were their teenagers, we eventually became young adults, now full-on adults. It doesn't matter. Like, we've always wanted to have that love and support. It's like, that's what we should be focusing on. Why can't we go that route instead of actually assisting one another, not just when there's death involved and grief and violence? But that's a question for all you to ask yourselves. How much are you willing to help when it comes to community involvement? And that sure shit starts in your own home and your own family. And then you could trickle it down. Now I'm eating chips. And I thought that by smoking prior to this, I'd be more chill. And I wouldn't be yelling and upset, but it is a yelling and upsetting conversation. And I don't give a fuck if it makes people uncomfortable. I've been a mom for almost 15 years. And it's the same fucking bullshit to the point where, like, I can't even have a conversation with my teenager about something that I don't want to talk about. Continuously. So shout out to all the moms that I did see on social media that... You know, whether you posted about it or not, like, if you wanted to just distract yourself, if you just want to get your nails done, if you just whatever, like, shout out to you, whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. And fuck everybody else who thinks otherwise. But also to the dads that also had to have that conversation or not or whatever. We're figuring it out one way or another. But also shout out and blessings to all the teachers and all the staff that, you know, had to go into work and likely have this conversation with the students. And whether they did or not, blessings to you all anyway, because y'all continue to do the hard work every fucking day and be paid nothing because they'd rather pay violence. Yes, my hand. That's how $10,000. No, I just guessed. Because I think the roundabouts are like 20 grand. grand what the fuck? Yeah, and so the reason why I also mentioned the speed bumps was because I'm like, okay, are they trying to beautify the neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, not that many years ago, recent years, uh, we have like two-bedroom homes. No, not two-bedroom, sorry, two-story homes in our neighborhood which our neighborhood is just mostly like duplexes and maybe some apartments and Mm -hmm. some homes scattered here and there but to put that neighborhood and then it's gated it's like at least probably three three thousand for these like three bedrooms or whatever yeah they're so expensive and i and i've been in that neighborhood because i mean i've been a driver before so i've been in a lot of neighborhoods around here that one like there's some kids they just live with like a lot of family yeah because that shit is so expensive Mm -hmm. and so if they're doing that around here once they start making changes like that then i start questioning like okay well what other changes are you going to do and how much more expensive is this neighborhood going to be Mm -hmm. um because it is and now there's there's schools and they're like oh well let's do this and let's do that like Mm -hmm. save your fucking money on the road shit and go 
and invested to the people that are there every day doing the work and that actually do a fuck. Mm -hmm. Another thing I was going to talk about, too, about the the Texas uh, school shooting Mm -hmm. was that I read somewhere yesterday that, and this is allegedly because I don't know for a fact, I'm trying to find it Mm -hmm. as we speak, but apparently, allegedly, allegedly, because I don't know for a fact because I wasn't there, but allegedly there was like, ICE agents there? Mm. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. I thought I read that, too. Uh-huh. And so, you know, people were just saying that, like, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, now the parents are, or whoever, like, is the guardian of these kids, like, are having to choose, like, fuck, do I go there and see, like, if my kid was affected or, you know, my family member <clears throat> was affected and risk getting, like, arrested by fucking ICE? Yeah. And I was looking at this right now. And then I just found an article. Where is it? It's... Oh, my fucking God. Really? Hold on. Really? Hold on. My bad. I think it's here. So it says... Um... Federal immigration officials have declared the community to be a protected area, quotes, these are quotes, quotations on protected area, and said undocumented individuals affected by the tragedy will not be targeted for arrest or deportation, at least for now. Hmm. So that's another thing I was going to bring up. Well, it's a good thing to bring up because the next conversation within that is how... Um, <clears throat> the shooter mm-hmm. no sé si era Latino mm-hmm. and I didn't even want to get into that I didn't even want to check I didn't want to know if it's a shooter I don't I don't want to know their information mm-hmm. you know because just the way that they're vilified mm-hmm um, it's like there's not even an equal way to for vilifying someone, you know, because mm-hmm. if it's a white shooter, these motherfuckers get to walk soon after mm-hmm. and live their lives. Pero si no es, they're shot. They're dead. And that's kind of how we find out who the shooter is. Mm-hmm. So I saw someone reposted like a tweet about <clears throat> people in Texas just making comments about deportation and border and all that shit. ICE agents. Mm-hmm how that should be again going into politics saying that like oh we should do more about that as if they already don't do a lot in texas we get it like y'all fucking hate um people from latin america but just feels like a lot you know when it's in our own neighborhood Mm -hmm. Even though this is in Texas and we're in California, like, like we've said, it's a small agricultural town. Um, where we do need a lot of resources. And amongst us, we vilify one another. Like when we did have ICE raid in the Santa Cruz County. Mm-hmm. There was one. Uh, targeting the Salvadoran community in Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. And the effects of that. 
I want to say this was probably around three years ago or or, or more. Yeah, like pre-pandemic. No, during the it, pandemic. No, it was pre-pandemic. Um, I mean, there might have been more, you know, mm-hmm. but the one I'm talking about was a few years ago mm-hmm. in Santa Cruz. And the effects of that just, like, you know, having mutual friends with some of the people that were affected and then hearing the stories how they raid and like la madrugada you know early hours like they know what the fuck they're doing and it's just the fact that people want that kind of violence Mm -hmm. all because they want us to be like oh well this is a political thing it's like bitch know your history know whose land you're on know that most of us are here most of us that have like some kind of privilege in the communities that we are we're here because of genocide like start giving a fuck i'll believe you give a fuck when you start there like instead of talking about politics and who to vote and then coming and i say this i say this just within the santa cruz county because i don't want to take it as a big of conversation that it is mm-hmm. Um, like I just remember seeing around the time that it's voting time we start seeing a lot of people from through, scattered throughout Santa Cruz areas coming down here because this is the Hispanic population mm-hmm. and they start just harassing us with like vote or die vote or die and if you don't vote and the first woman and you should want representation and their last name is hernandez or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. i'm just saying that name i don't i don't even know who yeah. the fuck is running like mm-hmm. um just i don't know it's a lot i don't even know where i was going with that well the whole raids because that was one example that happened mm-hmm. in Santa Cruz at that time. But there's those that happen that aren't even on the news. Mm-hmm. You just end up hearing from other people. Que en las madrugadas, they were waiting for someone and they took them. And then people want to get into specifics. Well, well, what did they do? They must have done something. Oh, no, pues he used to be his wife. Oh, no, pues he da 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 it's like regardless at the end of the day, whatever title you want to give it to, however you want that news to come to you however you want to read it it's still affecting somebody mm-hmm. and we take away from that by having these other unnecessary conversations about this policy about this fucking meeting about who we're voting next it's like think outside of that and let's start thinking about a different kind of world because that's what's needed not whatever's already been implemented and why the fuck have we been so comfortable for so many years to have those implementations continue without any changes we just want to repeat the same narrative over and over until when because so much has already happened a pandemic already happened so many changes have already happened that we should stop going towards the violent way of thinking and the individualistic mindset of thinking and start redirecting it to be more community oriented and to care more about others you know we've been talking about the texas shooting but we also haven't discussed all the other ones like the grocery one that i mentioned to you where it was a it was the majority was black elderly community Mm -hmm. and There was a shooter that drove and went out of his way, a white shooter that went just pasar su matazón. Obviously targeting. Just because of their racist beliefs, of all that hate that they're carrying, and still someone young. And that's, I mean, we talked about like the kids and stuff, but like, why aren't we giving a fuck more about our elderly community as well? Oh, this is a week ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like so many incidents happen. All these fucking shootings are happening. We can't even keep up. 
Yeah, my mask looking good. But, um, you and me both get to live with our elderly mm-hmm. and with our youth. Mm-hmm. And we're in between that. So to think that this could be either or, happening to either or, mm-hmm. like that shit is heartbreaking. And yet this is happening in other communities. And then just the media portraying it constantly just feeding us things to be fearful of but there's no solutions to it's like I want to have the next hot topic let me cover it let me cover it let me cover it sometimes you don't need to fucking cover it you just need to put the mic down put the camera down and just be a fucking human and feel and be compassionate and have empathy and be understanding and actually be there for people. Not, oh, well, this is my job. I have to report. I have to make my money. I have to do. No, like, it's okay to be a person. And I feel like with everything that's been going on, like, people can forget that. And just not even process their emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally couldn't stop crying yesterday. I couldn't see anything. I just have these, like, crying moments with so much hurt. Because I knew, like, this conversation would come up with my children. And, again, it's not even the discomfort. Like, I'm not bothered by, oh, I'm going to be uncomfortable with this conversation. It's just... The fact that I have to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. That it will come up one way or another. That my kids have to go out into the world with this anxiety, with this emotions that they don't even know what to do with it. And that's what we should fucking care about more. All the things that our children, teenagers, babies youth are caring and the kind of world that we're leaving behind for them and the kind of society and not pushing any further to offer them better opportunities better lives we should want that always but yet when I mentioned in the previous conversation about parenting it's like that starts with us it starts with our parents Mm -hmm. and if we're the ones being violent to our children then what the fuck do you think is going to happen? And violence doesn't only have to mean physically, very much so emotionally and mentally. Like, and even outside of that, energetically, they could sense the way that we're presenting ourselves or not, what we're carrying around them, and they sense it. So it's like, if we really want to start doing the work, then start there. Um, And not necessarily just parents, also those that are around the youth, whether you have younger siblings, whether you have little cousins, um, nieces, nephews, even in the neighborhood, like, just be there for one another. Sorry, I'm reading this fucking article about what the fuck happened. Another local um, I don't even know what to call it. Murder case? about the baby like these past few days another incident happened in our area where homicide I guess you can say yeah it was these godparents that murdered a baby nine months young 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't even, like, I barely heard about it yesterday. And I, I just couldn't look up much of it because just the violence against children and babies in so many ways is very disturbing and the way that I think about it is how how people have made it a joke and almost as if they want this to be a personality characteristic that they hate kids they just happily announce that like i hate children i'm not a baby person i'm not a kid person and just like joke about it as if that's something to be proud of and they say that in front of parents like that's been said around me and i'm just like what does that say about me wanting to be around you or even feeling comfortable with my kids around you call it what it is you're uncomfortable being around children say that and say it like that it doesn't have to be part of your personality or characteristic and you're flaunting it and proud of it just say that you're uncomfortable and then go deeper than that and say that you likely grew up as a child that like you could say you had a shitty childhood and if that's the case then start digging there um i remember dating someone who didn't even have to tell me that they didn't like kids i ended up seeing it for myself Mm -hmm. and i was like oh hell no you expect me to have my children around you after this like no and that's happened a few times and i'm just like no because that shit stems even deeper for you and your childhood and whatever the fuck you went through that you're not even acknowledging or wanting help to heal from like work on your inner child and your fucking issues and your trauma and don't bring that shit around my kids because mm-hmm. for me like i've done a lot of fucking work on myself to make sure that my kids don't have to put up with that kind of baggage that is not for them to carry when it was me to take care of mm-hmm. so i don't know my advice is to those of you the hate that you have for kids the fact that that's a something that you're proud of work on it because these aren't fucking times anymore to be joking about shit like that and i hope you feel shitty when it comes to um what happened in texas and I hope that that starts changing your fucking perspective. Uh, for all of us, really, to just change things. But I feel like for parents especially, it's been exhausting. Are you going to add anything? You don't have anything to say today? Uh, no. <laughs> you basically said everything. Well, yeah, but you have your opinions. No, you have your I thoughts. agree. I agree with everything you said. That's the thing. And I'm just reading these articles. And it was considered... It was... It was, it was uh, the, uh, homicide. The, the baby. baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for those that are being affected with all the violence and those that understand what I'm talking about, those that want just to vent, those that are even, even if you're like, oh, I, I was like the type that I hate kids, ha ha ha, and now you're like, damn, like I should change my ways or I do want to aim more towards like thinking differently, feeling differently, I want to be more in community, like we're here. You know, we're on social media, uh, on TikTok and um, Instagram, at Las Maladinas Podcast. We welcome your feedback always. We welcome anybody just hitting us up and wanting to talk to us. Like, you're not alone in any of these situations. We're all feeling it. 
um, one way or another, however it comes out. But, you know, just start connecting the dots, start making sense of things. Uh, especially when it's something so like nationally or even internationally, how do you bring it back to within your family, within yourself, within your community and start there so you don't feel like it's all these things and you have no control of it or whatever. Like you just know you're not alone, especially parents. You're not alone. We're all feeling it and it's a lot to carry. But we're trying to figure it out. And we got each other. So hit us up. I'm nodding. Sorry. They can't yeah, see me. Can't, yeah, that you're nodding your head. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, yeah, be unapologetically you. <laughs> this is like probably the most that I've expressed and yeah estoy cansada a la verga con gente que we don't even give a fuck about us we really do need an intro or outro or whatever the outro whatever the outro outro sometimes I don't know how to end this but thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we do see where you're all at. And just the fact that some binge our episodes is so beautiful to see. Like, we're very appreciative. And those that start from the beginning and really wherever you're started, like, we're thankful that you're here. That you gave us the opportunity to, like, connect with us, listen to us. Um will continue to be here oh what was it gonna, what were we gonna say we talked about this yesterday the book club oh i've been thinking club. about it yeah <laughs> um no yeah we were just talking about how i'm very much into like stationary things and mm -hmm. so it'd be cool if we had like a notebook of las malandrinas <laughs> and then i was like oh my god there's like because my mom started giving scenarios of, um, like, imagining where listeners are mm -hmm. while they have our, our show on. I don't even know what to call our podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was like, okay, well, that would be cool if it was, like, a podcast club. Mm -hmm. Que se sienten entre friends or family and just, like write down certain like notes or something yeah like, oh did you catch up on this episode and like mm -hmm. what did you think about this topic and like that'd be so cute to have like because i was like well i'm a writer so i like things like that like stationary and then um even making como uh just like little notes on it mm -hmm. to kind of start the conversation within family and friends mm -hmm. Or whatever, even if they're not family or friends, like if they're just coming together to talk about a podcast, like that's so cute. Because mm -hmm. um, within five hours, we got so I don't even know how many downloads we got, but there was just no way that it was just one person that just sat through like how many episodes they had to catch up on. Like, it was just no way. I'm well, like, we I don't know. No, no. Just... Within five hours to get that many? No. No, I think no. maybe. It's no. Your cousin no. has told us that she's done that. She'll just have it. No. Playing. But within five hours, it's impossible. Okay, well, I don't know. I just think it's cool that, like, a it's, lot of our no, episodes yeah. were listened to, like, one after another and so on. And we, a lot of our main ones. Yeah, and we saw that our main, main episode that has been listened to, like, the most listened to, like, top 10, is Family Tree, you fucking chismosos, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I saw that shit, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, they, re they really came here for the cheese, like, <laughs> Yeah, but also, <laughs> along with Bienvenidos a la Vecindad, yeah, which I think is one. very nice because... Mm -hmm they do kind of go together. And also the way that we're 
podcasting is very like storytelling. Yeah, story, storytelling. Yeah, yeah, I would say like that. It's kind of like one chapter after another per week. Mm-hmm. Because we try to keep the same theme within the week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, um, but yeah, just I don't know. I just thought that was very interesting. Like, oh, um, so that's why I think I had brought that up. Because I'm like, there's just no way one person had binged it all within five hours. Yeah. Because there's episodes where it's like 50 minutes. We have a couple episodes that are 50 minutes, so like close to an hour. Uh, I don't know. It just seems impossible to me. So I was, I think, I I don't know if it was me or you. One of us had brought up, it was like, oh, what if it's like, I think it was you. Like, oh, what if it's like. Like a book club, but all instead of books, it's the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think that was so cool. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you had said like, oh, like stationary. I see, like just take notes on it and stuff. Like, I see, pues, how yeah. you explained it, pues? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that'd be like, uh, oh, what do we say? We're like, oh, that's so cute or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that's I'm all just giving cute. you guys ideas. <laughs> Tag us yeah, <laughs> on your notes. <laughs> no, yeah, that would be really cute though. Like just to have like, you know, like, like um, like a group of friends or a group of comadres or whatever. Like just like yeah. binging our, <laughs> or we like in a salon. Or... <laughs> oh my god! Or maybe people in their cubicles también. Oh, mm-hmm. in their yeah. cubicles. <laughs> yeah, or just. Oh, just a group of people just listening to us. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I think it'd be so cute. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we're just over here, like manifesting, you know, yeah. <laughs> throwing it out into the universe. We're, we're gonna, open to receive. We're gonna start getting tagged and shit later on. No, yeah, cute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Fifty-two minutes already. Oh shit! Yeah. We're going to cut it now. See, this is another episode that's 50-something minutes, you see? Yeah, our episodes <laughs> are becoming, yeah, kind of like an hour long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll just get into the conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you. Um, and goodbye now. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week. Hasta luego. Bye bye. <laughs> and scene. <laughs>